0: See that no one misleads you. The Bible is clear that the last days will be filled with false teachers, deception, mockers, lawlessness, those who love themselves, those who will be unloving and unholy, those without self-control, those who will pretend to know God, yet they are simply whitewashed tombs. There will be no great end times revival, just a great last days, deception. Scripture warns that people will creep into their churches unaware. Who are those creeping in and why are they doing it? The church in the last days will be full of compromise, deception, and a lack of discernment. Life Clips will contend earnestly for the faith as Jude 3 instructs. Warning, the red light has been turned on. Grab your Bible. It's time to expose the dark.
1: The Christian takes instruction. They take correction. even at- even it comes even if it comes through a filter that's not perfect, the Christian is wise enough to grab the 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 abrasive edges of the cross and say, "Scrub me out, Lord That's what we do. It's who we are and so Jesus says here, let him deny himself, and once he has you get to Put a cross on your shoulder and follow me. That implies, doesn't imply, it clearly says that if you want to follow Jesus, you have to carry a cross. You don't get to take it at salvation, lay it back down, choose your own will, and think you get to be part of his procession. And think you get to be part of his procession. He chooses the uniform for his procession. Because he is the God who lays his life down. Is this making sense? The most depressed, angry, empty people are the most selfish. Think, think through your Rolodex of relationships. Some are like, (laughs) you've got the ones and twos right now have flashing lights on them. Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. Call so-and-so for me after service, Pastor. Tell them they're selfish. No, I'm not going to do that. But the most unhealthy, unpleasant, empty, listen, spiritually dead people are the ones who are most alive in self.
0: So to be clear... He is not talking about an unbeliever in this context. Listen to what he says. A spiritually dead person he's referring to is a believer who's probably not charismatic. Is
1: this landing? Satanic heart posture is this. I will ascend the hill of the north. I, me, me, I will be like the most high. And if you tell me it's wrong, I'm going to reject you. We need more pastors who when they see demonic thoughts and demonic agendas... Finding their way into the culture of a house. Finding their way into the culture of a house. We need more pastors who come swiftly in love, but clearly and say,
2: this is not
1: the path of life.
2: Why is it that in the majority of American churches, single people feel isolated and not included and alone? Because the dominant paradigm is get married and have kids. That's the pathway to a meaningful life. And I, just, to, just to be super clear, I'm really pretty sure that Jesus doesn't share that view. <laughs> he didn't get married, <laughs> right? I mean, just like historical fact number one.
1: Just when I think you couldn't possibly be
2: any dumber. Do, do, you, do you think Jesus did not have a meaningful life? Do you think Jesus actually didn't think meaningful life was possible? Because he didn't have sex, and he didn't get married.
1: Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley.
2: Like, that's, we laugh at it, because all of a sudden we realize that's so ridiculous. He had probably the most meaningful human life that a human has ever had. <laughs> but somehow we don't compute that. And so we, we end up creating churches where people who are not married feel second class. And where people who are gay feel even more ostracized, yeah. oh, pig, and where people who are gay feel even more ostracized, because where do they fit, right? And so here, so here we're, we're right to it. In Jesus' view, in Jesus's view, there are multiple ways that a human can image God's love. One of them will be through marriage, which Jesus defines as man, woman. One humanity, gendered opposites, coming together to procreate covenant promises, create new humans as the image of the covenant love of God. Outside of that, Jesus envisions a full, meaningful, significant human existence that does not involve having sex or having children, but it does involve a life of covenant love. Oh, absolutely. And actually, it involves a life of covenant love that is, is on a completely different level. Here's the reality. Um, sex feels good. It is not the pathway to ecstasy because sex, sex produces about as much heartbreak as it does ecstasy. And marriage is definitely not a guarantee of happiness or fulfillment. I hope you have enough friends to realize that by now, right? <laughs> right? Or having kids. I mean, here's the thing. Here's what getting married and having kids is a recipe for. A whole lot of sleep deprivation, right? <laughs> and a whole lot of investment of your time and your energy and your money. Building a healthy marriage takes an enormous amount of energy and intentionality. And, and, and having kids involves a whole lot of sacrifice. And, a, yes, beautiful moments and amazing moments and that are usually five minutes separated from moments of pain and agony. All right. <laughs> are you with me here? not Marriage is not happiness. It is certainly not bliss. We just, we've so idolized these things as a culture, we can't even see straight anymore. What does a life of singleness, whether you're straight, whether you're gay, doesn't matter. Whether you're gay, doesn't matter. Whether you're gay, whether you're gay doesn't matter. What does a life of singleness dedicated to Jesus lead to? You have enormous amounts of time and resources free now to dedicate to serving others, to loving others in the name of Jesus. And the history of the church is marked by incredible, incredible heroes and heroines of the faith who have done that, and their lives were not diminished in one bit.
0: In case you did not catch how he was trying to spin this, go back and rewind it. He first led into, I wanted to keep it fully in context, This gentleman, by the way, has a very, very popular amongst Christians YouTube channel called The Bible Project. However, this man should not be teaching at a pulpit. So he leads it into marriage. Well, Jesus, well, he didn't come to get married and have babies. Okay, he came to die for the sins of the world. Let's set that aside. This was a very... Um, deceitful twist that only the deceiver himself, the one who masquerades, when I think of that, I think of his worker of supposed righteousness that we're looking at, Tim Mackey. Notice how he changed the paradigm. He didn't call it out as a sin. He now calls it covenant love. Rewindness, listen to what he said. That is now the exception. You can be married as heterosexuals under the guise of biblical institutions that were laid out. However, in order to be a gay Christian, we can now call it covenant love without having sex? Guys, come on. This is legit. I wanted to keep him in context. And just one more thing. Many supposed podcasters in the Christian realm, and you can't see me, I'm using air quotes, have actually said what he said here was spot on. Okay, so I know we're in these gay-affirming lifestyles. However, you can see this entire YouTube video if you just Google in YouTube, Jesus, Marriage, and Sex. Again, Tim Mackey from The Bible Project. But don't put in The Bible Project. Just put in the title, Jesus, Marriage, and Sex. Let's move on.
1: And what we were able to do with that movie, taking it to a whole nother level the danger element of it and there were many many dangers um in making a film like this and but one of the things that that why i am a, a christian and we're all different denomination roman catholic christian but on my fire my heart gets on fire i'm the best i ever will be and that's what it was on that one, and that's what it was on this one to play this great man right here. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious, and don't call me Shirley.